Back again to Jimmy Allen's Air Adventures. You will recall that Jimmy conceived a plan to find out whether the shrewd Nails Ballou had stolen the scenario for the thrilling air picture for which Jimmy and Speed Robertson are doing the stunt flying. With the aid of Roy Phelps, Jimmy ransacked Ballou's quarters while he was out flying. In the adventurer's desk, Jimmy found a copy of the Coffin Nail script with changes in Ballou's handwriting in the margin. As the two boys hurried from Ballou's quarters, Nails himself roared down over them in a ME-109. Jimmy is afraid they were recognized. Nevertheless, hurrying to Stewart, director of the picture, Jimmy placed the discovered scripts in his possession. Stewart was intensely elated. At last, he has Nails Ballou where he wants him. It is now evening of the same day. Most important and thrilling air scenes of the picture, night flying sequences, are about to be filmed. Jimmy and Speed are standing out on the line, clad in warm flying jackets against the cool of the night desert air. Oh, gee, Speed. I was never so happy in my whole life. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good myself, Jim. It's just like I was saying to you the other day, Speed, about our troubles seeming as big as mountains, remember? Yeah, you bet I do, Jimmy. You were saying that from the ground, our troubles looked as big as those mountains over there. But from the air, you could hardly notice them. Right you are. Early this morning, we were on the ground. Now we're in the air. Yeah, metaphorically speaking, huh? But I know what you mean. And believe me, I never saw a man as pleased in my life as Stewart was when you gave him those scripts. But what's he going to do? Why hasn't he had Baloo arrested before this? Well, he wanted to talk it over with Milliken first, I think. They got something up their sleeves. Anyway, we'll soon find out. He's due here any minute now. Oh, I see. Oh, gee... Isn't this a swell night for flying speed? Hey, look at that full moon up there, would you? And those great billowy white clouds. And this air. Mmm, doesn't it smell great? <laughs> now, if you were a real poet, Jim, you'd say this air is like wine. Oh, well, you don't know anything about wine, and that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I guess I don't, Speed. That's an appointment I haven't gone into as yet. And you're not going into it either, you little monkey. Many a promising pilot has ruined his career by drinking. If I ever catch you starting anything like that, I'll give you the worst trouncing you ever had in your life. And don't forget it. Now, when we're through with this picture, you may get a shot at the Transcontinental Air Race. Or you can come back with me and work for Grand National Airways as a co-pilot. Hey, I'll talk to Mr. Jenkins about it. That is, you can come back if you want to. And believe me, Jim, when you're flying the airlines through blizzards and fog with a load of passengers behind you, you've got to have your wits about you every second. I know that, Speed. And I'm not going to do anything that would prevent me from being in tip-top shape all the time. Hey, but say, Speed... This must be a great deal like it used to be when you were in Europe during the war. And look at that line of ships standing there in the moonlight. Don't they look keen? They're sitting there with their noses stuck up in the air, just like a flock of birds eager to spread their wings. Well, we didn't do a lot of night flying, Jim, at least in my squadron. Now and then we had to, and believe me, kid, it was ticklish business. You know, it's kind of chilly here, isn't it? You wouldn't think it would get this cold at night. It always does out in this desert and mountain country, Jim. Yeah, I know, but it seems sort of colder than usual, Speed. There's something in the air, something or other that sort of makes me shiver. I don't know what it could be, kid. <laughs> well, maybe you haven't got enough clothes on. Are you wearing those red flannels? <laughs> no, I never wear anything like that. I've got plenty of clothes on. I don't know what it is, Speed. Oh, well, I, I guess it's just my imagination. I just sort of have a hunch... Something's going to happen. Well, I hope not, Jim. At least nothing bad, because this night flying will practically clean us up. Well, I see Stuart coming now. He'll probably give us the dope about Baloo and also the instructions for these scenes we got to make. Is that you, Robertson? Yes, Mr. Stewart. Jimmy and I were just standing here talking. 
Is everything all ready for the night flying? Yeah, we're all ready. The requisite number of pursuit ships have been equipped with smoke bombs and the necessary fireworks to simulate flames. All of the ships have been furnished tracers and blank cartridges for the machine guns. Have you had Baloo arrested yet, Mr. Stewart? No, not yet. I talked it over with Mr. Milliken this afternoon. We decided to wait until after the flying tonight. You see, we need Baloo and his ships and pilots for these big night flying scenes. After they're in the bag, we won't need any more outside help. But if we'd arrested Baloo this afternoon, that would have blown up the works and delayed us for several days on the scenes that were scheduled for tonight. Well, that's the best thing to do. There's no doubt about it. Baloo and his equipment are right on a field here, and we'd have a dickens of a time getting the additional ships and pilots necessary. Right. Mr. Milliken has seen the sheriff of this county and sworn out a warrant for Baloo's arrest. The sheriff will be out here and waiting when we get through with our flying. Ah, these scenes we take tonight will very nearly wind us up, won't they? Practically. There'll be just a few small sequences left, all of which can be shot with our own ships and pilots. Well, that'll suit me. I've had just about enough of this movie flying to last me a couple of years. If I stayed here another week, I'd be a nervous wreck. Well, there's no need of delaying any longer. You know what I want for the first few shots? Are you ready to take the air? I've told all the pilots to gather down here for final instructions. And I see Baloo and his men coming across the field now. Most of our boys are standing up the line there a ways. I'll get them together right away and give them, their, give them their instructions. Very good, Robertson. I'll go down to the camera ships and talk to Hank and the other cameramen. Then one of them will take off. The first group of ships should follow immediately afterward. Very well, Mr. Stewart. I'll see that they're in the air in time. Splendid. See you later. Goodbye, Mr. Stewart. All right, boys. Please come over here and I'll give you the dope on what we want first. Okay, sir. Is Ramsey here? On deck, Robertson. Well, is everyone else here? How about it, Jim? Mm, let's see. Yep, everybody's here, Speed. Seven of our crowd, seven from Pacific, and those six extra pilots that came up from Los Angeles. Twenty in all. Okay, Jim. Now, listen, boys. We got a lot of flying to do tonight. It's got to be done according to instructions. If not, well, we're liable to have some accidents. In order to get the scenes we want, it's going to be necessary to change ships a good deal. In other words, you won't be flying the same ship that you become used to. Two formations will take off first. Three 38s with a pilot and observer in each one and a protecting formation of 51s and 47s. Now, Baloo will lead the 38s and he'll select one of his own men as his observer. Frank Miles will be flight leader of the fighters. Now, these two formations are to take the air at once. The 38s are supposed to be on a reconnaissance mission protected by the 47s and 51s. Now, Stewart will be up in his camera ship waiting to take some straight shots as you fly along in formation. The rest of us will fly all the MEs available, and we'll take off about five minutes later. Now, is everything clear? All right, the second phase will be a surprise attack by the Messerschmitts on the P-38s as they're supposedly returning from their mission. Now, following that, the MEs are pounced on by the American fighters, and there's a huge dogfight. Now, all of the ships have been equipped with tracers and blank cartridges for the machine guns, and certain of the planes have smoke and flame bombs. I've already talked to the individual pilots who are to spin those ships down out of control. All right, now, boys, get to your ships and put on a good show. You can count on us, Speed. Say, Speed, uh, you didn't tell me what I was to do. Oh, yeah, Harry. I meant to see you this afternoon. Now, let me see now. I was going to have you go as an observer in one of the lightnings. Uh, of course, not with nails, Baloo. I tell you, I think we can get along without you. I'll get one of the mechanics to go. Well, now, listen, Speed. I'll be glad to go as long as I don't have to fly with Baloo. Well, Harry, that's up to you. We can get along, all right. No, I, I'd rather go, Speed. I sort of... Well, I wouldn't feel I was earning my money if I didn't do something. Okay, Harry. As a matter of fact, I'd rather have you go than one of the mechanics. Okay. Who shall I fly with? Now, wait a second. Let me look at my list here. 
Ah, here you are. How about Cliff Banks? He's flying one of the 38s. Hey, gee, that'll be swell. I like Cliff a lot. He's a real guy. That's fine. All right, Cliff is flying number 14. The ships are up the other end of the line, Harry. You'd better hustle up there right away. Okay, Speed. We'll see you later. Hey, Jim, where are you? I was just over here talking to Reggie. Okay. Come on over here for a minute, you two. Right there. Now, boys, about this Messerschmitt formation. There'll be seven ships in it. Now, some of the loose men and some of these extra pilots will be flying with us. Frankly, I'm a little leery of them. So you, Jim, will fly number two position and Reggie here number three. At least the first three ships will look all right. Okay, Speed. I understand perfectly. There goes one of the camera ships. And the other formation is all ready to follow. Yep. Here they go. flashing in the moonlight. They look like silver discs. And the blue flames coming out of the exhaust stacks. Yes, an inspiring sight. Yeah, that sure is something. That's a sight you don't forget soon. It reminds me of formation flying during the war. Hey, that's strange. It didn't look as though there was any observer in the lead ship. The one Baloo was flying. Well, he's probably crouched down low trying to keep warm. I guess that must be it. Hey, Reggie, what are you thinking about? You were standing there with a grievous expression in your eyes. Oh, sorry, old chap. I was just thinking again of this Belue. When I saw him standing here on the field a few minutes ago, something jumped through my mind. I said to myself, I have seen this fellow Belue just like this before, a long time ago at night on a flying field. I could never forget that face. But I just can't remember exactly. Oh, well, someday it'll come to me. Speed. Speed Robertson. Oh, well, that sounds like Mr. Stewart. Well, it is Mr. Stewart. He seems awfully excited about something. Robertson, was Cliff Banks supposed to fly one of the 38s? Why, yes. He was supposed to fly one of them, and Harry Phelps was his passenger. I found him over there looking for his ship. Where are the 38s? Well, they've taken off already. Where has Cliff been? He went over to the quarters to get a heavier helmet. Said he thought he'd have time. Ah, <laughs> great Scott. I wonder if Harry Phelps is in one of the ships that took off. Well, I saw him go up toward the line, and I haven't seen him since, Speed. No, boys. I don't like this a bit. I don't think Harry would have gone up with anyone except Banks. He must still be on the ground. Hey, Harry! Harry Phelps! But no reply comes back from the desolate stretches of the moonlit tarmac. Is Harry Phelps in the air? And if so, who is his pilot? Don't miss the sensational disclosure in the next air adventure of Jimmy Allen. <laughs>